Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show right here on blogtalkradio.com, one of the fastest rising radio shows in all of Langhorn, PA. (laughs) Jeff the Shark Perini here with my lovely co-host, the amazing Miss Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, indeed. It's supposed to be the number one drinking day of the year. So, of course, I am partaking in a nice cold glass of Mad Elf. And Jewel is partaking in... Uh, what you got there, Jewel? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, just, uh, uh, I suck tonight. It's just Miller Lite. Hey, <laughs> it's not anything okay. fun. <laughs> alcohol-based is alcohol-based. Period. Yes. Yes. You know? It does the job. It's like taking an ugly girl to the prom. You still got to the prom. Your date met him, may not have been great, but you got to the prom. Yeah. So we're here, on, we're here on a Thanksgiving Eve hump day episode. We do have to apologize in advance. Let's get that right out of the way. Um, got a call literally 10 minutes ago um, from Lita Ford's manager. Pretty nice guy. Cool guy down there. Uh, told me, uh, unfortunately, he got a call from Lita a few moments ago, and she was not going to be able to make it on the show this evening. Um why he wasn't really certain to get too much in detail. He said he would hash that all out, and we'll look forward to getting Lita um, in the future. But um, in her stead, he uh, did mention that there's some big names and under his uh, management supervision that he's going to try and get to us. So we look forward to that. Stuff to look forward to in, uh, going into the new year. Some nice names. Me and Joel got a little bit excited. Of course, we wish Lita well. Yeah. Hopefully nothing too bad is going on. Mm-hmm. But Joel's a little giddy about some of the names. We're not going to give you the names, you know, because can't do that. I like to make sure. No, I like to make sure it's concrete yeah. before we give out names. So, no big deal. Um, if you joined us last night, it was a special Tuesday night episode, which we rarely do, but we had to make room for just an amazing guest. And if you listened last night, and a lot of you did because you called in and you messaged me and all that, and we appreciate it. Steve Howie. Jewel, what are you thinking about Steve Howie? Oh, my God. He was just everything I expected, and then some. He was so nice. Oh, my God. Couldn't have been more down to earth. I love that he was on set and just munching out and eating tacos and telling <laughs> people to F off that were trying to bang down his show. He's like, I'm on the interview with the stoop. Leave me alone. It was it was great. He was great. And, um, yeah, just super nice guy. I'm so happy I got to be on here talking to him, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll talk to him again soon. Yeah, he's uh, that was his second appearance. Uh, he seems to like coming on here. He, he uh, seems to like us. We love him. He was fantastic. So funny, and uh, just so down to earth. Like it was really like it was like hanging out talking. It's like you, you seen him on set. And like, dude, you got a minute? And he's like, yeah, you know, kind of like, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna get some tacos. Uh, Yo, yeah, stop knocking at my door. I'm busy over here. Stuff like that. And uh, great interview. He was great to um, the callers. We had some great callers call in, yeah. ask decent questions. A lot of fun. That's what we like to do here on the Stoop. Great time. Again, huge thanks to Steve Howie. Thanks to uh, Javier, uh, who's a member of his PR team, and everybody that keeps uh, Steve coming back at us. We really appreciate it on the Stoop. And for those of you who tried to call in and we couldn't get to, a couple of you messaged me. We'll try that next time Steve comes on or if other guests come on that you're interested in talking to, we'll arrange call-ins. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That was for the moment, and it was just great to hear what they had to say, and it broke it up a little bit. It was just great. Yeah, we can't do all the work around here, people. No, we need a right? break. <laughs> no, just come in no, and help us cool. out. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I kind of thought Angel was going to take over the show. She was uh, interviewing up the storm, <laughs> <laughs> which was very cool. Um, and that's what we liked. A lot of people were very excited to talk to Steve, and uh, he's worth it. Real, uh, real straight shooter guy. Um, really went on about what was going on in Shameless. Really giving out. Yeah. The, yeah, he was dishing the dirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> giving some spoilers. <laughs> All right. Uh, at least we know what we got to look forward to. So here's what we're going to do tonight. Without Lita, we're going to change up a little bit. Me and Jewel are going to do our top five list. We're going to do a couple topics. But with Thanksgiving coming up, we're going to give thanks to all the musical artists uh, who are on the show. Not all of them. We, we lost a couple pieces in our audio files. But we have some audio pieces and songs from former acts that were on the show. We're going to play a couple of them through the night and talk in between them and talk about the the artist and uh, stuff like that. Something a little different. So uh, not quite what we're used to, but... What the hell? We're a radio show. The show must go on. Um, I don't know. Any other any other uh, catchphrases you got for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, keep it moving. Kick rock. Uh, keep on trucking. Switch it up. <laughs> keep on trucking. Switch it up. Uh, be in your bonnet. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And I want to give a very special thanks to, uh, again, my very dear friends, CJ Joint and his wife, Lynn Joint, uh, for inviting me into their house. I'll be having dinner there tomorrow night, uh, watching some football during the day and drinking some beers and talking and being around friends. And then Friday night, uh, my family, my brothers, and uh, their significant others are going to get together for dinner on Friday night. Uh, that's all very exciting. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just going to be bouncing around from, you know, family house to family house and, and getting some grub. I'm probably going to eat too much. It always happens. Watching football and, um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's it's cool to see just my daughter, like, now she gets to, like, really enjoy it. And, and she already made me some, like, turkey pictures and pilgrim pictures. So she's all into it. And um, she knows that Christmas is coming. So she's super amped. And it just makes me excited. Get to be feel like a kid again, you know? I like it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as a younger kid, Thanksgiving wasn't quite the big holiday. So, like, yeah, we're going to sit and eat. <laughs> but now it's like, yeah. you know, the um, the way people really get into the holiday, everybody's very excited about it. You, you, know, you tell your war stories about who's eating what and who's eating where. And uh, I know there's a lot of traffic on the road today. How did you – because I know that, you know, the, the studio we mesh up in the same area – how was traffic getting up here tonight? Was it crazy? <laughs> I actually just stayed nearby from last night's show because we had so much fun last night. So I just stayed nearby, and I thankfully didn't have to drive a whole lot today. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have uh, work to go to today, so <laughs> I stayed close by. So I was just completely avoiding it at all costs. Yeah, I agree. It was a mess out there. Uh, I got out into the road, went out into the real world, and did my real world job. And uh, wow, man, it was it was something. A lot of people complained about traffic, and and up in this area, you know, if you're a Philly person listening in, we're up uh, in a Langhorn area. Um, by Business Route One, it's always packed. There's no little escape down side streets. It's packed everywhere you go. So yes. <laughs> and, it yeah, we got sucks. a lot to look forward to. 
<laughs> it does suck. Got a lot to look, look forward to in like the next month uh, between the Oxford Valley Mall and Business One. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, your eye it's roll worse. says it all. It is. It, it, I'll tell you, the worst is when I was working in like Northeast Philadelphia and I lived in Fishtown and I had to go to Fishtown every day. During Christmas time, I, oh my God, I like cursed up a storm. I had such road rage, but I swear that that made me a good driver, just like driving down there because people don't give a crap down there. They just go in the wrong lane. They'll cut you off. Like they really don't care. Like I, I commiserate with LA traffic, but like Philly people would literally like kill you to try to get where they're going. So (laughs) it's freaking scary and it it sucks, especially around Christmas time all over here. So yeah, you didn't say a damn word wrong there. You got it exactly right. You hit the nail right on the head. So uh, we look forward to the next uh, month plus of chaos in our beautiful little oh, city of Langhorn. <laughs> I have to I have to give an RIP shout out to my poor cell phone. That Animal Crossing oh. man, it completely like destroyed my phone. I don't know what happened. Um, I went to the phone store today and like, look, I downloaded this stupid little game, and he's like, the cost to fix it, like you should just get a new phone. So I'm really sad. I'm like lost today without my phone. It's really weird. I'm sure people can <laughs> emulate with me, but it really sucks, man. And all the stores are going to be closed tomorrow. So I'm like MIA these next couple of days. It really sucks. So if you're trying to get a hold of me, people, just, I don't know, get me a Facebook or something because so I cannot be reached. <laughs> your cell phone. We had a good run all the while. She can't kind of nice. no phone <laughs> Can't go on the internet too. She lost all her contacts, yeah, and all the music library too. Da-doom, da-doom. That's enough of that. That was a uh, my goodbye yelp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was singing. I was trying wow, to keep her going. Cool. That was good. I had. No idea anybody would have any clue. Thank you for that. That's why That's why we do what we do, because you picked up on what I had going on. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, uh, as uh, quickly we're at Weird Al worked over by uh, Jeff. Goodbye to Jules Selfing. Rest in peace, it's Jules Selfing. It's kind of nice being without a phone sometimes, just to yeah. unplug, but I'm really hating it today. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I can only last for so long. I mean, my phone yeah. is like everybody else. It's like your life. They're, I mean, my screensaver is a picture of my dog. Um, <laughs> you got your contacts there. I, I do work off of this thing. I, I do stoop stuff mm-hmm. off of this thing. Contact. Uh, I play baseball on this thing. <laughs> Can't be without. I talk to my wife on this thing. Yeah, we've become very dependent. But, you know, such is life. Such is the modern world. Say la vie. And, uh, you know, if you want to knock cell phones, I've got Steve Howie's cell phone number in my cell phone. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Make fun all you want. That's pretty cool. Ladies, I know a couple of ladies are going to get their hands on that cell phone number. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a guy won $6 billion? Well, $6 billion <laughs> for Steve Howie's phone number. Yeah, right? He got it. What the hell? <laughs> we would never do that. Steve Howie, if you're listening. No, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, I know you're listening, of course. I was eating tacos on the set of um, SEAL Team. That was really cool. Um, 
I got Madeline Zemus phone number in there too, and nobody's getting that over my dead body. <laughs> Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Let's do a uh, top five. Top five tonight. It, it's gonna be kind of simple. It might be, um, and we may double up on answers. The answers are pretty simple, but top five things we love about Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving memories of past. Either any anything you want to do. Um, I'll go first. It's pretty simple. Uh, number five, family and friends. Pretty simple, you know. Uh, family and friends come out in, in masses. You, you get the text messages of Happy Thanksgiving, and I said tomorrow <laughs> night I'll be number five. <laughs> yeah, number five, of course, absolutely. There's somebody better. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll be having dinner with friends tomorrow night, family on Friday night. So yeah, family and friends, number five. Number four, oh, getting a day off, day off, and just relaxing. Even if you're in the past, I used to cook, and those are great memories. Um, me and my dad used to cook. Um, yes, I love it. But now, uh, not as much cooking, but just being off from work and relaxing and just having a day without chaos in the middle of the week is nice. That's number mm-hmm. four, day off and relaxing. Number three, uh, those memories of going out Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, those are some good times back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah. Amateur, yeah, amateur night is called now. <laughs> um, before I met my wife, it was usually the night that you would find single ladies out there and Oh. Nothing perverted, but hang out with the ladies, you know. <laughs> but everybody always had a good time. Even, you know, there was a lot of uh, nonsense, a lot of amateurs, a lot of people couldn't hold their weight. You guaranteed to see people puke in, in bars because it's not the regular people know how to handle their stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve memory. Number two is football. Football. I mean, it's always football, but on Thanksgiving, there's something about those games. And we have three tomorrow. We have uh, the Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings. That'll kick off at 1230. Uh, around 430, I believe, it's the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. And then uh, the 8 o'clock game will be the Washington Redskins and New York Giants. So um, three big games tomorrow. And now they're doing three games. It used to be one game a year. They became two games a year. Now three games a year. That's cool. Yeah, plenty of football. So that's uh, number two. Number one, come on, it's food. Food of all sorts. Turkey. Stuff mashed potatoes. Um, tomorrow I'm picking up a uh, antipasta, a special apps tray Ooh. to bring over CJ's house. Oh, you have Italian meats and cheeses. I love Italian meats and cheeses. So That's food. a good idea. That's a good idea for something to bring. You know, it's funny because every year my mom, uh, when my mom would have uh, people over for Thanksgiving and Christmas, there was always that, that big tray in the center. It was uh, pepperoni and uh, super sot and uh, brisciutte. Uh, sharp cheeses, um, olives, which I'm not a big olive fan, peppers, all that on one massive tray. There would be some bread, and you would make little sandwiches for an appetizer. So I recommend it, you know. Where do you uh, go? Well, I looked at some places, and, you know, I don't want to bash places. I understand it's a lot of work, and it's an expensive product. I, I looked at Sam's Italian Market. I looked at Altamonte's, and they were talking 150 turnover hours. For, good, though. <laughs> wow, I know. For 12 to 15 people. My wife used to work at a restaurant called Fountainside in um, in the Horsham area. Uh, the owner, Franco, is 100% Italian, like off the boat Italian. So he put something together. It'll, you know, it'll cost a little less, but it'll be worth it. He does a great job. He gets the finest meats, the finest cheeses. He's going to make a nice platter. I've been bringing that over, so I'm looking very forward to it. Food is, of course, number one. Thanksgiving. Very cool. I like that list. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, 
Now it's time for yours. It looks like you're making it as we're speaking. <laughs> no, you're the one, okay. right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, mine's, you know, kind of the same, kind of different. But, uh, yeah, so number five, I love Thanksgiving break. It's like the mini break before the big Christmas break. And um, usually you have, if you're lucky, Thanksgiving and Black Friday off. Uh, this is like the first year, I would say, no, well, this is like the second year I had to work Black Friday. Um, thank God, I, I praise the Lord, I'm not working in retail, but uh, yeah. I, I get to I get to have fun at my job, and it's like a party, so I don't mind working, but I am working a double, and it is my niece's Madeline's second birthday, so I'm going oh. to uh, go over there and and celebrate with her tomorrow and give her her gift, so I don't have to, um, you know, totally miss out on her birthday. Uh, so, yeah, kind of oh, yeah, she's such a cutie. Um, but, yeah, just the days off from work and, and time to breathe. And hopefully, you know, everyone tries to get along for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> tries to, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, number four, I got to say the parade because it's just a tradition. Yeah, for God, yeah. Even though, even though it, it's kind of corny, kind of cheesy, I, I have never been to a parade. So me and Mike were talking about, like, hey, we don't have to cook this year. Maybe take the baby down if it's not too, too cold and uh, catch a glimpse of it. Uh, they do it a good one at the art museum. It's always on the news. And um, the big one, of course, is in, in New York. But I don't know. It would be a fun way to switch it up, I guess. I always wanted to go to a football game, too, but never made it out to one. I was too busy cooking. But maybe... I don't know. We'll try to do some outside stuff for this year. <laughs> I see Henry on your phone. It's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First that fish over here. Nothing. Um, he's so cute. Uh, and number three is football. I love watching football, playing football. I have to at least throw the pigskin around once or twice um, during the day. It breaks up from the cooking too, especially if it's nice. It's been nice the past couple years i don't know the weather for tomorrow but um it's been nice and uh even even last christmas i came to my mom's and we were all throwing the football around and and just playing ball out front so it was nice. tried to go across the studio and, and grab my football <laughs> i knocked over my mini drum set just to go get my <laughs> yeah. uh i i love the friends episode too when they play when they play football all out in the yeah that's good yeah uh-huh um and number two i i have to add that in too it, it's always good tv on on thanksgiving like all the time yeah. they've been playing even great movies today they played like the shining and we were watching stupid titanic earlier but it's still just good movie day stupid too titanic <laughs> sad is that the sequel sad. great is that movie. the sequel to titanic <laughs> or two stupid titanic you know it's funny i used to have i was Tell my niece I had the VHS and you know the VHS it was like the double VHS in the case. Yeah. Like it was uh-huh. so long it had to take up two tapes. So yeah, stupid movie on making me cry. <laughs> um yeah. So, and number two, um I was like, we have to get the pies in. Let's do the pies before, you know, the big stoop show tonight. So um me and my mom and Joey all made pumpkin pies uh earlier mm-hmm. today and they 
smell awesome. I just want to tear into some. Um, Joey made her little pumpkin pie, and it came out really kind of got a little burnt, <laughs> but we'll oh. still eat it. It's fine. It's fine. Poor Joey. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Uh, I love bacon. I love cooking. Uh, Mike makes a fantastic turkey. I'm sad to be missing out on his turkey, his corn, his mashed potatoes, because they always come out so good. Um, so I'll miss out on that, but we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, just contribute at every household we hit. So that'll be fun. And number one, just spending time with my family. You know, it, it's just time for everyone to just shut up and, and get along and, and be there and be thankful. for <laughs> What do <are> you like? <laughs> um, Mine was number five. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a jackass. I remember Jackie. <laughs> but it is. Continue. It's, it's, it's like the number one, you know, I don't know, besides Christmas. It's like you just sit down and shut up and put your shit to the side and, and just have a nice meal together. So um, I am looking forward to seeing everyone. And, uh, yeah, just getting in the joyous holiday Christmas. I said, I screamed today. I was like, I hate Christmas. What? <laughs> but then, and then my cousin put on Facebook, he's like, the older you get, the more you act like the Grinch. And I was kind of Grinch-ish, Grinch-ish today, but um, I feel I feel better now. I had my little I had my little meltdown, but um, I got some good news, and then I, I think everything's going to be fine. So, uh, yeah, and it looks like we have a fabulous new year ahead of us. So you have to just look ahead, be thankful for today, be thankful and grateful for what you have. Um, yeah, and just uh, think about who all those who who don't have it as good. And uh, yeah, that's my little that's my little top five list. <laughs> Sounds good, but we're gonna so you're gonna cry on us there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm emotional today. Leave me alone. <laughs> Her phone died. Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh no, that's what I said. Good list. Uh, let's rehash the list. Mine, uh, my top five. Family, of course, was number five. Sorry, family. Family and friends, number five. Uh, number four, that day off, that little relaxing thing. Uh, number three, the memories of Thanksgiving Eve past and going out and getting drunk. <laughs> number two is football. Number one, of course, is the food. Uh, Jewel, number five, just a break, that Thanksgiving break. It's always nice. Number four, parades. I can't believe I forgot. Number three, football, of course. Number two, the pies. And I got to tell you what, there better be a slice of pie in my future from the Jewel Tatey household. And number one is, of course, again, family. Beautiful list. Thanks very much. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to uh, each and all out there. Very exciting. Here's something very exciting. You like it's exciting? Uh, like I said, we do this stoop radio show up in the Langhorn area which isn't too far from a place called Neshaminy Mall. Now, I know you're wondering, why the hell am I talking about Neshaminy Mall? My wife discovered today that right by the movie theater is a macaroni and cheese shop. What? Are you kidding? Yep, this lady sells all different varieties of macaroni and cheese. It's new. We had some tonight as a side dish. Bacon, mac, and cheese. No. Uh, no oh, way. Oh, yeah. So where... So where is it? It's right by the movie theater, like in the mall? Yeah, in the mall, by the movie theater. Now, I don't know if it's a sit-down place, but she said, yeah, it's like a store where you go and um, 
and she makes all kind of rice and mac and cheese. <laughs> That's awesome. I have to check that. I was just at the that movie theater uh, last week for the Justice League. I didn't see that though. But you know what they do have? They have a bar inside Nishamini movie theater now. Yeah, MacGuffin. That's pretty cool. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I forget what we saw there last. Might have been Batman, Superman, or might have been Wonder Woman. I forget. I remember Cassie. Uh, for taking a couple of drinks. I was a little hungover from the day before, so I wasn't running alcohol movie. She had a couple of drinks. That's nice. Nice little twist. Yeah. You know, uh, my cousin manages that movie theater. He's like big oh, shot really? over there. Yeah. Nice. I'm so Hook happy. Up. He was, he was, a. Uh, he worked for like AMC down in um, Virginia. Then he moved to LA and now he's back and he is, he, yeah, he made, he just made that whole theater nice again. So shout out Dave, you the shit. <laughs> Shout out to my man Dave. The stoop. He can't get you free tickets though, so don't so don't bug him for him. <laughs> no, I don't want free tickets. Just a little. You know what I like? I don't know if he handles this at all. Seriously, asking this. The cardboard cutouts. I know. Yeah, hook me up with one. some of those. Yeah, right? ask him that. I don't I know. I mean, not even for free. I'll send him a couple bucks. Well, should I say I send him a couple bucks on the air and I'm losing his job? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll give him a couple bucks. There's some cool ones. I love cardboard cutouts for the man cave and all. Yeah. Talk about that. I know. Dave, I bring that up. Out of that game and uh, I want some cardboard cutouts. <laughs> not just anyone. Like, I don't want the, uh, I don't want, like, Little Mermaid cardboard cutout because that's weird looking. I'd but want cool them stuff. for her room. That'd be cool. Like new Star Wars is coming out, Justice League. Yeah, yeah, some cool. Justice League Cut one's out. cool. You get to like stand in the middle of like all of them. It's pretty cool. But um, yeah. actually, I won a cardboard cutout at my senior prom. It was Marilyn Monroe. My girlfriend was obsessed with her, and they want so much money for those damn cardboard cutouts. Yeah, so gave it to her, and um, yeah, she loved it. But they're they're cool. Now they have it. Did you see in like FYE, like the big Deadpool and Batman? They're really cool. Like the, just the statues. We've had this talk on the show before. They're like two thousand bucks, and I keep telling Kathy right. one of these days. Oh yeah, <laughs> I always hug Deadpool every time I'm at FYE. I hug Deadpool. I love <laughs> that thing. I want that Mike man cave so badly, badly. That's like, awesome. Oh my god, I love that thing. I love it. I like dry hump it every time I see it. I do. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Um, you want to hear something weird also? I used to have a cardboard cutout, and I love this thing. I actually, actually survived two moves, too. It was um, the Coors Light Halloween uh, one with Daisy Fuentes. Oh, my God. She had this long black dress on. Even though she's holding a can of Coors Light, I can forgive her. But I love <laughs> that thing. And it used to be at the beer distributor. It was around the corner from where I worked. And I went in there and I said to the dude, yo, when you're done with that thing, can I have it? And he's like, what? I'm like, what do you mean what? That, this <laughs> cardboard cutout. Amazing piece of artwork. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, look at that thing. So he decides to save it for me. I go in to get it, and it is just mob of people that one day. People are, are buying tickets and all, and, and lottery tickets and beer and all that. And... uh I walk up. I ask the guy for it. He gets it out of the back room. I give him ten bucks, and this woman breaks into hysteria. She's like, "That's got to be the cheapest and easiest way of prostitution I've ever seen." Oh my god, <laughs> lady! It's a cardboard cutout. Easy now. 
This guy loved that thing. It was wonderful. Daisy Fuentes. And then I had one of the, uh, they had the, the Molson Ice Girl. It was this, uh, no disrespect to my wife again, this absolutely amazing looking blonde hair girl. She had like short crop blonde hair. And she was like the sexiest thing ever. And I had it for about a week and my ex-girlfriend put her foot right through it and broke it in half. <laughs> yeah. I would do yeah, it. She, yeah, she sent me straight. Yeah. She, she's like, I hate this thing. She actually put her foot right through it. Broke it in half. That's pretty funny. I used to hate, like, ugh, like seeing that around. Like, no one wants to, I don't know, be in a room. And then you're, like, looking around, all these, like, half-naked women. Like, that's so juvenile. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, it's like, what the hell? Like, I must look like dog shit if you're looking at, like, all these women. You said no, it's artwork. I'm a fan of art. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Just have... <laughs> <laughs> Look on your face is priceless. Uh, let's get to some music. What do you think? Let's play some tunes. Sure thing. Play some tunes? Okay. Uh, we've had uh, some past artists on here that have brought us just some home run music. Uh, and we're going to start off with a uh, young lady who was just on our show Monday night. Her name is Bella Elise. E L Y S E. Bella Elise. Finder uh, on YouTube and uh, take a listen to some of her music. This is one of her songs uh, called Call Me Crazy and it's a true story about a uh, breakup and how people tell her she was crazy thinking this guy would come back and she believed and uh, I don't think he came back but whatever. So let's play some tunes. Let's get three minutes worth. Uh, Bella Elise Call Me Crazy and we'll be back in a couple minutes and we'll do some uh, topics and play some more songs. Be right back. Hey boy, you think you got it all Hey boy, you think you know it all But once I'm done with you There's no going back, baby You can call me crazy, but I know it's mine You can call me psycho, but I'm on his mind You can call me
stuff right there. Great music from a young lady we had on our show on Monday night, Bella Elise. You can call me crazy. And um, keeping up the tradition of bands like No Doubt and Taylor Swift and turning their real-life relationship issues into good music. So men out there, keep breaking hearts of these lovely, talented women because they make great music out of it. (laughs) I know, right? Heartbreak (laughs) is the best music maker Apparently, uh, we talked to Bella about that. Bella was only 16, but uh, a sweet young lady, and she was wonderful. And uh, wait a minute, what's going on over there? What are you eating? <laughs> I see. Are you pie you sampling without me? With some <laughs> pie samples. I don't need an apple pie, but this is pretty good. It's like an apple turnover. <laughs> Hitting baked goods apple in the studio. <laughs> it's pretty good. I wanted some pumpkin, wow. man. I'm in the pumpkin mood. Bella was awesome, though. She's such a cute girl. Oh, my God. Her music is so good. She's going to blow up. She's just, and she writes her songs. That's so important. Just like Taylor Gale, who's going to be on the show next week. Like, these girls are what is happening. They're the future. And, yeah, just just keep your ear. I might mute it. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're good. No, no, they're great, and she's going to go very far. So very excited to see what she has coming up. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. She was a great interview. And a young lady, but a very intelligent young lady. Very well-spoken. Very has her head on straight, has the drive, and uh, the dedication. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, so let's get into some topics of discussion. Sorry, I had to uh, just uh, cover a little around there with something and, and cover uh, cover up. All right, so uh, here we go again. Another accuser and another uh, celebrity in hot water. Backstreet Boy member Nick Carter has been accused by former pop singer Melissa Schumann of raping her 15 years ago. Schumann shared the allegations in a detailed blog post earlier this month and tweeted a link to her story this week. In the post, Schumann wrote of an incident she said occurred when she was an 18-year-old member of the girl group Dream, and Carter was 22 years old. Here we go again. Jewel? This hurts. This hurts really bad. Um, If anyone who knows me knows that I've seen Nick Carter at least 15 times on tour by himself and with the Backstreet Boys. I was a huge, huge fan of his. Like, yeah, Nick Carter was like it for me, my adolescence. Um, This is crazy because uh, I also knew the group Dream that was around my, you know, teenage or preteen years. Like, they were pretty big. They had a couple of big singles, and she was like 
the pretty blonde one. Um, I read the whole story, and he actually took her virginity, so she says, um, yeah, forced her to do stuff on him, and and she kept telling him no and this and that, and she felt really uncomfortable. She said she broke down. Um, I don't think any drugs were involved, but they were doing a TV movie together, and he invited her and her girlfriend back to his apartment, and all of a sudden her girlfriend wasn't there, and they were alone, and he was being all creepy and did all that stuff to her, took her virginity, and said, like, and she's like, I don't know, like, no, no, no. And he's like, well, I could be your husband. That was like a quote she gave, like, I could be your husband. Like, real creep status. Like, that's crazy. And um, I don't know. It's like the same thing. Like, a person you think you know and you even, like, idolize could, could do this type of thing, allegedly. Like, nothing's confirmed or whatever, like. Um, he denies it. He said the last thing I wanted to do was hurt anyone, and he's married. He has a child now uh, with this fitness girl. But, um, yeah, it's really – it's just sad. Like I said uh, the last episode, it's like every day is someone new and, and someone accusing. Um, we – you know, they're encouraging everyone to come forward with their story, as they should, um, if they feel – if they feel this way, come forward. Like, what's the point of hiding? There's so many cases where, I mean, a lot of cases where people don't feel they have the strength or energy or they're not that big of a person to speak up, but uh, they they should speak up. And even if the person is well-known and um, beloved as, as a Backstreet Boy would be. But uh, this sucks. And if it's true, then he's a total scumbag pig and... Um, I regret every penny I spent seeing him live and on his albums, and it, it just it sucks, you know. Yeah, and um, his ex-girlfriend, uh, Pussycat Dolls, Kaya Jones, um, took to Twitter and kind of attacked him as well, saying that uh, she was a victim of assault as well. He knew it, did nothing of it, um, and apparently went on to assault people himself. So who knows? Here we go again. Another round of who assaults who, and uh, it, it's horrible. Really is. It's, it's yeah. getting to the point now where I got to do kind of like I do with terrorism. I got to stop talking about it on the show. Yeah, that's fine. I know. It's just I don't know. Well, he's one of my was one of my all time favorites. So it's just it's crazy to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was on your um, your crush list. He, he was, was number one, wasn't he? Yeah, man. Close to it. Close to it. Beat out by Slim Shady. Yeah, and that's you know that's saying a lot. And Eminem I mean, is probably, like, such a gentleman. You know what I mean? Like, Cookie Cutter Backstreet Boy raped someone, and Eminem is probably, it. like, uh, courting people and whatnot. Maybe not. But <laughs> I doubt it. You know? I highly doubt it. I got to go out on the air, and uh, I got to express my issue, my sexual assault, uh, against Britney Spears. She sexually assaulted me uh, mentally in my brain millions of times as an awful. Poor girl has been all over me. Even when I try to say no, it's terrible. Britney Spears constantly on the on the sexual attack. It, it's hor- It's harrowing. It's a terrible experience. How, how do you feel about uh, Britney's appearance these days? She is looking rough. Still love it. She no. She looks it. really bad. Like she. Oh my God. She's only like what thirty thirty six. She looks. Mm. 
way older. Like, ah, uh, time has not done her well. Or surgery or whatever the hell she did. Jeez. Welcome to my house anytime. <sighs> yeah. Matter of fact, that song, <laughs> um, that song, uh, Crazy, she dedicated it to me. Because I drive uh. her crazy. Oh, yeah. She loves it. She can't get enough. <laughs> she has no clue who I am, but she can't get enough. Right. Of course. Uh, another uh, rest in peace singer, uh, Partridge family icon, David Cassidy. Oh. David Cassidy recipes. David Cassidy came to fame as a 70s teen heartthrob and lead singer on the Partridge family, has died, according to his publicist, Joanne Geffen. 67 years old. Uh, the singer actor had recently been admitted to the intensive care unit of a Fort Lauderdale, Florida area hospital. Cassidy was in critical condition, suffering from organ failure before his death Tuesday, Geffen said. Sad. One of the, one of the, one of the you know, from what we've seen anyway on the outside, one of the good guys. Dave Cassidy, yeah. likeable fella. Oh my God, I'm um, really young. Yeah, I mean, 67 is not kiddish, but you're not really that old. You, you got time. It's very sad. Uh, you just so many, um, so many musicians, so many stars, so many people I remember growing up are now dropping like flies. It's really sad. No. You know his fan club was bigger than the Beatles fan club. Isn't that crazy? I guess so. It's because the Beatles suck. He was just like the '70s heartthrob. Um, I just remember, you know, watching all the Partridge Family on Nick at Night. Um, I did work with Danny Bonaduce. Like no one had yeah. a bad thing to say about that guy. Anson Williams put a nice tribute on there about him, and it's just oh, it was so sad. My my dad told me a couple of days ago that he was in bad shape because he knows we keep up with all current events here on the stoop so he told me he was in bad shape and um i informed him today that he had passed this morning so just super sad we lost so many great people this year yeah a lot of them we thought last year was bad this year was really no better a lot of big time mm-hmm. names uh it's hard it really is like i said when you get a little older you start to look at you know celebrities i remember like i said i remember growing up my parents said, oh so-and-so died and oh my god so-and-so died and oh my god yeah that's what happened some of you remember past. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to David Cassidy's family and survivors and uh, another great guy, David Cassidy. Yeah. And the thing that kind of stinks is you really don't know when people pass because Facebook puts it on like eight days before people die. Like so-and-so's dead right. and, you know, you don't, don't even know the story, but everybody's posting it. And I, I get, I'm guilty of it too. I do it. Yeah, but you don't know. Like it's not, it's not anyone's right. fault. It's just misinformation. You really don't know. And a uh, quick bit of news from the world of sports, from somebody who's dead, for somebody's career who's long dead. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs re-signed, uh, not re-signed, they signed Darrell Rivas. Uh, yeah, this guy was, uh, for quite many years, the best cover cornerback in football. Tremendous defensive player. Beyond washed up. Last year looked absolutely terrible. And now he's back. Nice new contract. I, I really don't understand why. I guess they're uh, hurting, so they added some depth. But uh, Revis is back in football. For those of you who might have missed that today, Kansas City Chiefs signing him the remainder of the season. Weird stuff. All right, so let's go now to more music. We'll play more music. Um, like I said, so many great artists come on this show. Uh, let's get into a little bit of Philadelphia. 
What do you think, Joel? Whoop, whoop. Yeah, some Philly music. This was a a act that we had on a couple weeks ago. A band named Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Woo! December, yeah, December first is coming up. Jewel and I are going to try and catch them. At, it's at the Barbary, correct? Yep. So excited yeah, we'd for like that to, one. Oh, absolutely. This is a song called "Disturbing the Beast," and we're all eating our beast tomorrow. Our big turkey—that's the beast—and we'll be diving in tomorrow. But for tonight, we're going to dive into some Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Check this one out. It's about three minutes and thirty seconds long, so we'll be back in about three and a half. Enjoy Disturbing the Beast by Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Thank you. 
right yeah. there. Yes, heard on the stoop a couple weeks ago. Sheena Powell from the band Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Disturbing the Beast. I like that song. That's that's hard. That's hard stuff right there. It's good stuff. And uh, as we said, uh, she will be playing the uh, Barbary on December 1st. Desperately trying Check to get there. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully all goes well and we can get there because uh, I'm very excited. One of the many uh, local bands we had here on the stoop. Good stuff, and she's uh, very cool. Really cool. I'm so excited, and um, yeah, her people are cool. They reached out. They're like, "Hey, you come to the show? We are going to try our damnedest to be at that show." Um, yeah, I can't wait to see them rock out live. She is a force, and I have to see her in person for sure. Yeah, I would love to see that. Absolutely, um, love to see her live on stage. They're a good band. I like their stuff. Disturbing the Beast. Sheena and the Newsweek. Another Philly act. Um, let's do some scores. The Philadelphia 76ers tonight opened up their game with a 16-0 run. Comes out to a 16-0 lead on the Portland Trailblazers. Now at the end of the third quarter, Sixers hold a 70-57 lead over Portland. Uh, coming up on the end of the second period, your Philadelphia Flyers are tied 3-3 with the New York Islanders. Flyers need to win badly. Very badly. Uh, this yeah. Sunday, um, Philadelphia Eagles are back in action this Sunday at home against the Chicago Bears. A little scary because the game now they're really expected to win after this great ride and iffy games, and now they got a team that's you know, supposed to roll over, so you're always nervous about that. But the Eagles uh, look to go 10-1 and this weekend against the Chicago Bears. So that's your uh, Philly sports God. team up to the moment. I know, right? God, it's insane. Every game makes me so nervous because you don't want them to lose now. Man, losing, I know. I know. But it's still, yeah. still in good shape. <laughs> Absolutely. Just just enjoy the ride while we're on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another little story you sent my way. This one's kind of weird. I read it, and I don't believe this happened. An Ohio man who became the third U.S. death row inmate in seven decades to survive his own execution filed a new appeal for mercy Tuesday arguing that Ohio's lethal injection protocol can, constitutes cruel and unusual punishment because one of its drugs may not work properly. Shoot the asshole in the head! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? Uh, what is this story? Well, they got to do it a certain way. And the problem with him was that uh, he had heart and, lung pro- heart and lung problems, so it was really, really hard to find a vein to do it like to put the lethal injection but yeah i was reading up on like the old stories of this happening and it happened for the first time in like 1946 this guy willie francis um he got the electric chair and it failed (laughs) (laughs) what are you just sitting there like fried half baked like i don't understand how how the electric chair doesn't freaking kill you unless you're goddamn elephant or something (laughs) and then in uh more recently 2009 um the guy had the same problem happen he was supposed to have a lethal injection in ohio same state and they tried in two hours 18 times to find a damn vein so they were just like jabbing this guy 18 times (laughs) to me to me that's no right that's justice to me i mean can you find his head (sighs) get a gun Find his head, get it over with. 
But that's too quick. I mean, these guys, well, the one killed a kid, and, um, yeah, but that, that, this, this 2009 case, it halted it for years, and he was trying to appeal that, uh, they wanted the, um, the drug, it's called, I'm gonna butcher this name, Midolozam, Midazolam, to put them to sleep before they give them the drugs, but that's like, oh, you're just going to sleep, and then I'm gonna kill you. No, they have to suffer. So, this guy that they just messed up on, his new date is June 6, 2019. So, he gets two more years to live because they couldn't find a damn vein in his arm. That's just, it's crazy. Why don't they just torture him a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, I got a great idea. Let's tie this guy to a pole, pull his arms out, pull his legs out, and have him, like, spread-eagled, and have a donkey come over and constantly kick him in the balls. I don't know if warrants that. I mean, I guess it depends on the crime. <laughs> what kind? I think the kind of crime you commit should be done to you. I always said eye for an eye. I believe in that. I mean, if you're on death yeah. row, you're on death row for a reason. Not because, you know, oh, we just don't like him. You're on death row for a reason. So why yeah. be merciful about the crime? I mean, the, the punishment. Just donkey kick well, the be, multiple times. It can't be cruel and unusual. I think yeah, that, is yeah, that is, makes the, is the law in Ohio, but I think you know if it warrants it, they should be tortured by people who are willing to torture, which is a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, yeah. Just let the victims' families go at them. How about that? Way they get some freaking grief and anger out. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I'm I'm trying to be open-minded here, but you can't be. Can't be, you know, criminal. especially if it involves kids or something of that terrible nature. You know what I mean? Like they should just stick it where it hurts. <laughs> there you go, lethal injection in a dick. <sighs> that wouldn't be bad enough. No, it has to be worse than that. Drawn and quartered, it- like you were saying, would be would be good. Yeah, I like it. Donkey kicking the Your rims lipping, ripping. I just said lipping, ripping. Lipping. And then lipping. It should have me sing. That would do it. Lock in the room. With, 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 with headphones. That would be a trip. <laughs> with headphones on. Tie the headphones to his head so he can't get them off, and then I'll sing. For constant hours. Poor bastard. Never oh commit God. a crime again. You know, shit happens. Um, let's do another song. You know why? Because I, I like lead in. We're going to tell stories, okay. and they're going to lead into songs. And this song is by one of my absolute favorite bands that come on the show, the Glam Skanks. And the, show, the song is called Karma. How fitting, right? Karma. Hell oh, yeah. Fitting, fitting this peckerhead. Good segue. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You like that, huh? I'm a good segue guy. Uh, our guests that, our guests that uh, have come on always said if we do that well. I don't know how it's. Surely by accident, but anyway, some Glam's Gangs. Gangs, Five minute, 35 second song here. It's Karma from the Glam's Gangs. They are now touring uh, Europe. These girls have really gotten somewhere. They're so good. And and it's um, one of their birthday. Oh, shit. I forget. Happy birthday. Oh, damn. What's her name? Mindy? I'm sorry. Mindy. Yeah. Yes. Happy birthday to her. It's her birthday today. That was a tremendous lead. Happy birthday. Um, 
Let me look it up. Jeff's the one who got the segues. Sorry. I just ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. They haven't posted in a while. Like I said, they were out in um, they made it way out to Europe, and that's very exciting. It's very worth it. We'll play a we'll play a song from them right now. We're gonna play the song. This is Karma. Millie Chan. Millie Chan. <laughs> I called her Minnie. Millie I called her Minnie. I'm sorry, Millie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Millie and Allie and V and Cassie. Cassie's easy to, easy to remember. That, that's easy. Millie's the one I always mess up. I always call her Minnie, or I always forget. No, I'm sorry, happy but very, very happy birthday to you. Absolutely, and here's a song for you. We're going to play your song on our show for your birthday. Karma, enjoy, folks. We'll be back in about five and a half minutes. She walked outside and caught me by surprise Wearing hooker heels and those dirty
terrific. One of the very best we do here on the stoop. The Glance Gangs with Carmack. Love them. Love them, love them. Absolutely, you got to. Great girls, awesome group. Met them live and in person at the Keswick. They're worth it. Worth every second. Great stuff, and that's their song, Karma. Um, Karma, for the uh, guy in Ohio that uh, survived execution. Yeah, now he's going to sue. He's getting his. Now he's going to sue. That's terrific. Um, <laughs> he's still going to die. <laughs> he's still going to die. Karma. <laughs> Okay, so this just came about on my news feed, and I love this article. It says the Girl Scouts of America is encouraging parents ahead of the holiday season not to force their daughters to hug relatives at family gatherings. Um, I fully, fully, fully agree with this, especially raising a little girl. Um, It was brought to my attention before I I even had a baby, and I really thought about it. I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, I was always, like, forced to give hugs and and not so much kisses. I don't like kisses. I don't like – I really don't like any anyone kissing my daughter um, anywhere on her face or um, – uh, mouth to mouth is even just for, like don't kiss my girl on her on her mouth, <laughs> but but wow. it's I no I just germs and you don't know what people have or whatever like I really but you'd be surprised on how many people try to do it. So I do I do have a huge issue with this and um, ever since someone told me not to do it I really thought hard about it and I really thought hard about it after I knew I was going to have a girl and I don't. When she says she doesn't want to hug anyone, even her grandparents, I, I don't force her to. Um, it's a conscious decision, and I feel that if she doesn't want to, especially, I mean, she's three going on four. At this age, um, um, I wouldn't force her in that situation. Um, and they said their point is it sets the stage for physical contact. They don't want to feel like they're pushing girls to owe anyone any type of physical affection uh, to make someone else feel good, and I think it, it's it's wise. It's it's uh, it's current, you know, especially with all these sexual assault allegations. You don't know what makes someone else uncomfortable. Um, I mean, speaking as a female, a lot a lot can make us uncomfortable, and we might not always say it, even if um, someone. I don't know. I said this. I said this like last week. Uh, someone gave me a tip at work. Okay, and they put the tip in my in my pocket. That was wow. a little, uh, uh, yeah, little much for me. I, I felt kind of weird about it, and it was it was actually it was an older woman, and and I still felt like um that that was kind of weird. So I, I I don't like anything that warrants being uncomfortable. I'm not going to make my child feel uncomfortable by making them go hug Uncle George. She doesn't even have an Uncle George. Just go hugging anyone she doesn't want to. Be that kid. Be that grandparent. Be be me. If she doesn't want to hug from me, I'm not going to... Well, I might squeeze her. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> it's a little different. But if she doesn't want to, she's really, like, annoyed at me. I'm not going to friggin' force her to hug or kiss me or whatever. So uh it, yeah, I'm I'm all for that and I think this uh this needs to get passed around and not just for Girl Scouts but for anyone who 
past kids and activities or just around the holiday season, even with relatives and friends and whatnot. So I think it's important to share. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't have a problem with that. You know, they're, they said you're, they're your kids and you can do whatever you want with them. So you don't have to force them to hug relatives. Yeah. I agree. They, you know, um, as much as, like it's like I said, much has become an issue now where you really can't trust anybody in the way they're going to touch anybody. I agree. Good find, Jewel. Good good story. Yeah. Thought it was worth sharing. Yeah. Way to, to be close-minded. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, way to be close-minded. Yeah, uh, yeah so we're going to play uh, another song maybe, too, before we go. Um <laughs> But now we go back to one of the staples of the stoop. We call it Womp. Womp. What's on my playlist? It's what's on my playlist. Different strokes for different folks. We all like different kinds of music, and, you know, that that's okay. And, but me and Joel go to our uh, music libraries. We uh, hit shuffle. Five songs come up. We tell you why we love them and who sings them and... I always miss the name of Jules' bands, and I always ask, huh? Something like that old man who doesn't really get it. So pretty neat, though. What's on my playlist? So let's get into it. Let's get right to what's on my playlist. Uh, five juicy ones. Whoa. Excuse me. Mine started without everybody. Now, I'll go first. Go ahead. Thanks. I think I will. Here's one. The band is Kiss, and this song is sung by guitarist Ace Frehley. How weird is that? Ooh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm, interesting. <laughs> the song is called uh, the song is called Shock Me, and it was one of the ones that uh, Frehley got to sing. I mean, usually uh, Paul Stanley does the majority of singing, Gene Simmons the other uh, mostly, and uh, every once in a while they throw it to Ace or Peter. This is one of Ace Frehley's songs, Shock Me. Now, off the album Love Gun. Um, I grew up with this stuff. My brothers listen to it constantly. I listen to it constantly. Uh, Kiss, as I got older, got a little sickening. Gene Simmons became pretty much a money whore and kind of a dick. Uh, but, you know, other band members are pretty cool. Like Ace Freely. He's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. He's like the coolest guy ever. Kind of guy you'd like to have on the stoop. But yeah, um, shock me. That's uh, my first entry. Jewel, you're up. Very, very nice. Nice semi-plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first entry is a great band. And one of the guests we've had on over winter, this is one of her favorite bands and one of mine as well. Um, this was on the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is one of my favorite movies. And it is sung by, oh, what's that actress's name? God damn it. <laughs> uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson lip sings it, but it's actually sung by um, Metric, the band called Metric, and it's called Black Sheep. Very cool song. Love the movie. Love Brie Larson. Love Metric. And if you haven't seen it, go out and see it. Go watch it when you're stuffed from your turkey. Black Sheep. Come home. Black Sheep? Black Sheep? Yes. Okay. Just checking. I'm going to be honest. But, uh, Have you ever seen I that movie? 
great movie. It's like a video game in a movie. Like everything he does, he like fights her seven evil exes, and it's like a, a battle, like a video game battle. It's really cool. It's it's um, Michael Michael Sarah. He's he's the main kid. I do like me some Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, baby? Anyway, okay, so that's um, our first entries of the evening. Let's go back to some old school Metallica, folks. Yeah, I'm going to play it right against the microphone. Lawsuit or not. Old school Metallica, back when they really, really kicked ass from the album Kill 'em All. It's Seek and Destroy. That's a dynamite song right there. Seek and Destroy. Um. You know, if you were into any kind of loud metal music in the late 80s and early 90s, Metallica was the band for you um, before they, quote, sold out. Although some of their newer stuff kind of kicks butt again. And um, that is, if I had to go down my list of favorite Metallica songs, that's probably in the top five. Um, which, you know, some people cringe at and some people love it. But that's on my top list of Metallica songs. Seek and Destroy, my second entry this evening. Very cool. It was over um, my sister's house today, and they were blaring Metallica. I mean, blaring like the windows were going to shatter. It was so loud. Um, so, it's like a Metallica kind of day. Get all your anger out before you have to see your family. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <sighs> anyway, oh, this is kind of raging as well. It's corn uh, with what? Coming undone. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, one of my favorites. So, blare out and angry with this song, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, uh, we got some angry. Angry is the uh, topic <laughs> tonight on What's My Playlist. Corn. Um, seen them multiple times. Huge fan. Love corn. That's awesome. Corn, uh, I think I asked a trivia question to my wife the other day in the car. She had absolutely no clue what I was talking about. Uh, Corn, White Zombie slash Rob Zombie, and I believe it's Marilyn Manson. Tied for the bands I've seen the most. I've seen them each four times. Wow. That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, Corn's worth it. They're, yeah, Corn's fantastic. Great show. I haven't live. seen Corn. Ugh, I would love to see them live. Um, Rob Zombie, White Zombie, whatever, are great live, too. Rob's voice is a little different live. Sounds like he's always out of breath, but um, still really worth yeah. it. Really good. And Manson is Manson. Live, he, he still does a good show. Good stuff. Yeah. It feels like uh, Rob Zombie's auto-tuned a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, little little help. A little bit. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Next entry is a song by the Bare Naked Ladies. It's Only Me. Again, another song I found by playing video games. <laughs> I love this song. It's called It's Only Me. It's uh, Bare Naked Ladies, a song, uh, a band name that's really uh, deceiving when you see the members of the band. Uh, they look like a bunch of more uh, chubby, well-dressed men than Bare Naked Ladies. But uh, they got good tunes. They got good tunes. They got fun tunes. Um, of course, you'll remember uh, Chicken to China, the Chinese Chicken. Actually, need a beer after that. Chicken to China, the Chinese Chicken. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know it. <laughs> the Carson Bornegan and Frantic. But uh, you think I can see how I'm that. 
love how they say Sailor yeah. Moon in the cartoon with the boom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Made me think the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. But It's Only Music, one of my favorite Bare Naked Ladies songs. It wasn't really one of their bigger hits, but it's a great song. Check it out. Download it. Play it. Sing it. Listen to it. That's my third entry. Jewel, you're up next. I'll do that when you download, play it, sing it to one of my songs, because you never will. <laughs> I'm talking to the audience, not <laughs> tone deaf people. <laughs> I love you anyway. Go ahead. What's next? This is a new entry, and I'm actually going to see this woman in March of next year. So I'm going to reach out. Uh, to her people and see if we can get her on the stoop. She's brand new. Her name is LP. Very cool music. Very different. She's got this like I don't know whiskey voice kind of going on. And the song's <laughs> called Let's Get High. And it's, and it's very dancey, poppy, but cool, cool, cool beat, cool undertone. And I dig this chick and I'm going to see her live in March and I'm super excited. She's coming to Philly. Woo! LP? Yes, just LP. Interesting. All right, I like mm-hmm. it. Sounds pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Got to shoot us some bootleg footage so we can check it out. Yeah, definitely. She has a cool video. She's a <laughs> she's like a womanizer, so the 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 video is all like half naked chicks, but <laughs> very <Yes>. very cool <laughs> chick. <laughs> I got to see this video. Speaking of Philly and Philly artists and a guy maybe we should try to locate. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. Oh, yeah. When I first heard the song, I'm like, this is a joke, right? But it's not. It's about a dude who just likes cold beverage. I don't blame him. Stick it in the fridge. G-Love and Special Sauce. Philly guys with cold beverage. Very nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we've got to find them guys. Get them on the stoop. Celebrating mm-hmm. Philly. Philly! What's next? Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's see. Is this working? Okay. Taking it back. Rolling Stones. Mother's Little Helper. Nice. <laughs> those, uh, <laughs> that, those speed pills that all the moms take. I know, right? To get by. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite Stones songs. More of these outside the door. The door. The what a drag it is getting out. It's more like Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, when I sing it, it does sound a little more like Bob Dylan. <laughs> um, did you ever see Requiem for a Dream? No. Oh, great movie. Jared Leto, uh, Jennifer Connelly. It's like a trippy. Mm. It's almost like a clockwork orange train spotting, that kind of type movie. And, uh, yeah, the mom was definitely taking the stones away from this movie, and she goes nuts. It's a crazy, cra- it, yo, that, that movie, it has some violent scenes involving uh, Jennifer Connelly. It's like, what the hell happened to What's-Her-Face from Labyrinth, <laughs> Mm, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, you'll see her in a whole different light of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I seen some movies she was in where she was like with this drug dealer guy. And, that's it. Um, that's the movie. Yeah. Holy 
Jesus. Requiem for a dream. <laughs> that little yeah. bachelor party scene with her and the, the girl. Uh, yeah. yeah. Holy Jesus. <laughs> yep. Man. And they even had like the, the, the kind of like the drum beat of the music kind of going to the motion while the girls were doing the, the thing there. The boom, Jesus. boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what the heck? <sighs> it catches my surprise. You're not ready for it. I know. I've read this crazy article uh, like two days ago. Maybe we could talk about it after Womp. But it was like uh, real things actors did for roles. And some of this shit is like outrageous. She really did that? No, no, no. I don't know about that. There was like other actors who went to extremes for parts. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, folks, go out and see Requiem. Requiem of a Dream, is it? Uh, Requiem of a Dream. For a Dream? Yeah. Requiem for a Dream. For or of? One of, one of the There's other. <laughs> Check out the Bachelor Party scene. <laughs> Good. Yikes. <sighs> On that note. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> great Lance, holiday show. <laughs> a great holiday show. I know, right? Lovely. Um, last one for me, one of my absolute all-time favorite bands. I've seen these guys a couple times live, haha, so to speak. It is live. That's the band. Uh, they recently reunited with lead singer Ed Kowalczyk, and it's been great. Um, the Dolphins Cry from the album The Distance to Hear. It's a great song. Uh, I always love this band. I love their music. I love uh, Ed's voice, um, Chad Taylor uh, on guitar. and it, Great. I love these guys. I, uh, I met them courtesy of my friend Mark. Uh, he lives in York, PA. He knows these guys. We met him up in York, PA along with Kevin Martin from Candlebox, and the, they did kind of a welcome back show, and uh, great stuff. Love this band. Love live. Um, huge fan. Seen him a couple of times. Definitely want to see him again. Um, they said the uh, reunion thing is a great story. They finally got back together and uh, back out making music. That's my final entry. That's awesome. Great band. I have another guy who also has a great band. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> no, Jesus, please, Christ. Reason to believe. Very, very sad song, but with the upbeat and sound. So it's one of those. It's like, should I be laughing? Should I be crying? Should I be doing both? Bruce always gets you. The only thing he should be doing, Roy, is changing the uh, station. <laughs> no. Bruce comes on. <sighs> no? You're going to be sorry one of these days. Oh, yeah, I will. I doubt it. And if he's listening, call in, Bruce. We welcome you to call in. Yeah. And talk for a half hour. (laughs) Cheap plug. That's a cheap, cheap plug. But I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, here's what it is. They do tweets their own. I don't like Bruce. Eight billion people in the world do like Bruce. More power to you. That is tonight's episode. You know, I uh, tried to find a good exit. I kind of pulled a jewel Tatey there. I was trying to find a good little slick phrase to get me out. I got talker's block. So. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so let's rehash tonight's list. A good one. Uh, number five, Shock Me. Performed by the band Kiss and their guitarist, Ace Freely. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, number five, Shock Me by Kiss, sung by Taurus H. Freely. Uh, number four, Metallica's Seek and Destroy, back when everybody thought Metallica was still badass. Number three, mm-hmm. It's Only Me by the Bare Naked Ladies. Number two, More Homage to Philly, Cold Beverage by G. Love and Special Sauce. And number one is Dolphins Cry by Live. Uh, quick note, it's cold beverage, not cold beverages. Ah, uh, you messed People. up. <laughs> no, I said cold beverage. People always say cold beverages. He says, I like cold beverage, yeah. Not cold beverages. Mm-hmm. Just fixing it, fixing it for the rest of us. Uh, Jewel actually played a bunch of songs I know tonight. <laughs> uh, except for number five, Black Sheep by Metric. One of the greatest bands ever, Corn And Coming Undone, great song. A new uh, comer that Jewel's going to see uh, in March, LP. Let's get high. I go with Let's Get Drunk. I'm allowed to say that on the air. <laughs> Number two, the Rolling Stones, and of course, our favorite pill poppers, Mother's Little Helper. And number one, some guy from New Jersey, Bruce something, with reason to believe. Good list. A lot of drugs on my list. Yeah, what? A lot of drugs on my list. Mother's Little Helper, and Let's Get High, and the hell. Yeah, I'm talking about simple <laughs> stuff like nice, nice drinks. Nice cold, cold beverages. Beverage. Well, that's all nice. I do is cold beverages. <laughs> cold beverage, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. I had a nice cold Mad Elf tonight. It is delicious. It's the, uh, it's the season, my friend. It is the season. Good, good stuff. So we're going to do, um, looking at the time here, got about 30 minutes or so. We're going to do one more song. And then we're going to uh, give you some up-and-coming dates of who's coming to the stoop. And then we're going to uh, talk a little bit about what we're thankful for this fine season. And then we're going to let you go home. You're a great audience. So for the latest song, I had to pick one of my – I had to pick my favorite. I looked up and down a list of songs we played recently from guests. And I'm obsessed with this song. I'm kind of obsessed with this person. I think she is just awesome. Great singer, cool personality. Awesome style, beautiful, and her voice is kick-ass. And the song is kick-ass. So this is um, Hail Sagan, Sagan Amory. Her and Nick uh, Quijano were on our show a couple weeks ago. And we got a piece from them. It's a cover from Faith No More. It's epic. And the song is epic, and it's absolutely rock. Four minutes and 43 seconds worth. So we'll be back to you in about five minutes. Enjoy, because I know I will... Hail Sagan's Epic. Check it out.
things that we do. Um, <laughs> big big news. Not big news, but but news. Uh, Jewel has uh, gone out and kind of did something we've done before and we're doing it again. Uh, making our shows, our, our celebrity interviews available on YouTube. So yes. you check it out. And remember, YouTube, we're getting legal rights to these songs by their artists. So suck a ball. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we're going to get and, them all. Uh, and I just, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, uh, just search the Stoop Radio Network. It will be up on YouTube. And um, if if the name changes or you could search my name for right now, and then we're working on it. We have one up there. We have the Hail Sparks show, but I'm working. I found a way to, to get it all on there. So shortly you'll have 
all your favorites on YouTube, if that's the outlet that you like to choose to hear things, because sometimes I'm just on YouTube and it's easier for me. So I know it's easier for a lot of people and it reaches more people. So, um, yeah, just a great way to get more content out there. Absolutely, and it's a great thing, and you get a chance to listen to great, great interviews from great, great stars. I'm going to run down a list of everybody we've had on so far, real quickly, just so you know who you can look forward to and who you want to check on YouTube. Uh, singer Danielle Taylor, actor Sean Kanan, uh, actress Madeline Zima, uh, rock band The Glance Gangs, we played earlier tonight, pop star Aaron Paul, Happy Days Anson Williams, uh, PR woman and former basketball star Tywana Smith, Debbie Sherman, uh, great actress. Molly Rhythm, um, great band. The lovely, wonderful Jessica Barth. Her interview, Bart Chateau. Actress Elizabeth Ho, Jennifer Taylor. Overwinner, Lilith and the Night. Hale Sagan and Sagan Amory, actress Natalie Sharp, Sheena and the Nosebleed, Josh Server, Hal Sparks, Bella Elise, Steve Howie. Yeah, a lot of great stuff. Tony Chen. Can say him. <laughs> Tony Chen, I'm sorry. Tony Chen's on Madeline's episode. Rachel Dares, matter of fact, also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got a lot of a lot of great stuff to listen into and uh, check it out on YouTube. It'll be coming up real soon, and of course all the shows. Subscribe to our channel. <laughs> Subscribe to our channel. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Sounds like you're gonna cry. Subscribe to our channel. Let's um, catch up with who's coming on the stoop. We're actually gonna cut a little bit short tonight. Um, And I had to type a little message there. Okay. So we're going to cut a little bit short tonight. So we're going to uh, tell you who's going to be on the stoop. We're going to talk uh, a couple things real quick. We're thankful for and we're going to get the hell out of here and let you enjoy your family. <laughs> uh, Monday night, we come back after the holidays with uh, Disney Channel actress Alyssa Jarrells, lovely young lady, little cutie. She's going to come in here. She's going to talk about her acting. We're very excited for that. Um, we have a, she's got great PR people that sent us a lot of great talent, so we're looking very forward to talking to Alyssa on the 27th. On the 29th, more up-and-coming musical artist, Taylor Gale. Should be a good one. Jewel is big on this. I like her stuff, too. Can't wait to get her on the stoop and talk about music on the 29th. Uh, one of our listeners tonight told me they want to hear some country. You know, they were listening to our, our you know, some of the songs they played. Yeah, not really their speed. They want to hear some country. Well, oh, nice. December, yeah, so... December 4th, we got that for you. Miss Cherish Lee, country singer, another up-and-comer, up-and-coming country singer, Cherish Lee, the daughter of Dallas star Charlene Tilton, and a member of the Michael Stover stable of artists. She's going to be on the show on December 4th. December 6th is actor G-Rod, currently plays on the BET show Bounty Hunters. Very excited, tough guy. Like talking to, let's get some guys on the show. We get a lot of women on here. Let's get some guys on. G Rod on the sixth. Now on the eleventh, another Michael Stover act, Philip Broussard will be here. Former military guy turned pop singer. We're going to talk to him about his music. We're going to talk to him about his uh, military time and uh, life in general. It's going to be very exciting. December thirteenth, Philly folks, we're back at it with the Philly scene. Vita and the Wolf. Woo. Pretty kick-ass. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. Pretty kick-ass. Been listening to it. Excited for it, and that'll be uh, on the 13th. Uh, on and the 20th, uh, the last show we can advertise for now until we uh, book more of these dates. We're going, folks. Married with children. That's right. Juliet Tablack, who played the lovely Darcy niece Amber. She'll be on the show 
on the 20th to talk about married children and what she's up to nowadays. That's going to rock. I am so so excited. I can't stand it. Very, Very cool. Good shows coming up. A lot of big names uh, on the hook. Very close. Whew, January. Huge and, names. Uh, huge names, guys. Blake. Big. Like big, big names. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut it short, uh, real quickly. Everything I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the stoop. I'm thankful for our guests. I'm thankful for PR people that work hard to get us these acts. I thank my wife for her support. Um, I thank my friends for listening. My family. I thank everybody. Uh, John Ragus, uh, the creator of the show, uh, and everybody who's made it awesome so far. And of course, I don't stop right there. I don't end it without giving thanks to an amazing human being, a lovely person, a wonderful, awesome individual, the amazing Jewel Tatey. Jewel, I give thanks. Aww. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thankful for you, too, and this whole experience and, and just and, and the flexibility in my schedule that allows me to do it and, and put the hours in. I really enjoy doing it. I'm so happy to be here. I won't want to be doing anything else. Um, and I, I'm just I'm thankful for my family and friends support as well uh my boyfriend and on even our daughter who who allows her mommy to go to work every day so um yeah super grateful and thankful for um everything i have today tomorrow and this year so thank you thank you thank you and we appreciate all your love and support absolutely couldn't have said it better myself uh and again thank you tonight to the artists who brought their music to us that we were able to play again on the seasoning show catch us on YouTube. It's coming up, the Stoop Radio Network on YouTube. Check out the Stoop Radio Network on Facebook. Check out uh, at the Stoop Radio 1 on Twitter. New website coming soon in the, after the new year. A lot of people ask for a website. Website will be back up after the new year. We're working on that right now. Just a lot of great stuff coming up yep. in the near future. Looking to get some t-shirts out to you guys, some, some new merch. So check it out. We're in the works of a lot of big things. Absolutely. We're working hard. I may not believe it. Seems easy, but we're working hard. Yes. And that's what we're leaving. We're going to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. For the amazing and wonderful and lovely co-host, Miss Jewel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. You can be a douche as long as you eat plenty of turkey. And we'll see you Monday with Alyssa Jarrells. Gobble, gobble, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. That wasn't bad. We'll give you that one. Let's cut you short. <laughs> Works right for the day. Oh. Yeah, not bad. Right. It does work for the day. All right, folks, we will talk to you real soon. Good night, everybody. Night. Night. Bye-bye.